You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Anita Marks with you on this Saturday afternoon, kicking off hour number three right here uh, in studio today with Harvey and Joe eating uh, the fellas, the boys' M&Ms. Just, you know, I don't want to be, I don't want to be that person at work who like sneaks in and like eats people's food from the refrigerator and doesn't tell anyone. I'll eat your food. And I'll leave you a note. I'll drink your I'll drink your special whatever, you know, diet Mountain Dew, and I'll leave you a note. Hey, it was me. Call me if you want to discuss. I'll repl- Is that any better than just doing it and not telling anybody? I'll replenish. I'll, next time I'm in, I'll replenish. I'll bring you a six pack. I got you. Mwah. Boo. Yeah. It's like, it's like, it's, it's actually, you know, backing into someone's car and then driving away as opposed to leaving a note. Hey, I'm sorry. I backed into you. Here's my phone number. Call me. Good to know. Uh, fender bender is the same thing as diet Mountain Dew. (laughs) Hey, um, let, uh, before we bring in, we're bringing in Joe Wiz. He joins us each and every Saturday at two o'clock. I I just, I want. I need to share this with you because Joe, you said you had not heard of this. Uh, we talked about this in the break. There is a report out there that men in their thirties are not having as much sex because of sports gambling. That the thrill and the excitement of sports gambling now has taken over their lives. That they'd rather stay home, gamble, and watch sports. Then go out and have sex. I'm not making this up. This is Meredith Whitney from CNBC. I'm just going to play a quick clip. I want you to listen to this because I want to have this discussion with Joe Wiz uh, when we bring him in. Just this is Meredith Whitney from CNBC. I'm not making. Can't make this up. Listen in. Everyone talks about Nvidia and its performance this year. DraftKings has doubled that performance, and um, you understand why. You have this massive secular wave behind it. So the negative impact is it's all young men, and I parallel that with or dovetail that with Pew Research, which says that 63% of young men are single, and that's the highest it's ever been. And 50% of those young men have no interest in dating, not even casually. And 30% of young men. Say they have not had sex in over a year and don't seem to care. What? What? I. What? Joe Wiz, is this is this shocking to you? Thirty per thirty per thirty percent have not had sex in a year and don't care because all they they they, the excitement and thrill that they get from gambling suffice. That is, she is, uh, she is pretty accurate. And I'm going to tell you something. I don't care what type of uh, stimulant you take, Viagra, whatever the case may be. When you have a game and it loses, you're just not in the mood to do anything anymore. It's like when the game wins, let's do it. But if the game loses, uh, she's 100% right. I agree with her. Men are just not interested when there's a game on the line, especially if there's a time and you have money on the game and that game loses, you're just not in the mood. You're like, sorry, honey, you got to wait till the next game wins. But, but, Joe, that's different than what she's talking about. She's saying that there's a percentage of 30-year-old men 
who don't date, haven't had sex in a year, and they don't care because they're getting their fulfillment from gambling. It wouldn't shock me, to be honest with you. I, I can't comment about every which interviewed. I'm not in my 30s. But to be honest with you, I know even there was an article that uh, was in the New York Post. I think Phil Mushnick wrote it, or someone had it in there, uh, about uh, you know people going to sporting events and they're not enjoying the games because now they're waging on the game. So whoever you wager on the game, if your team doesn't, if you're betting on your team, uh, it doesn't really matter. If whoever wins the bet, if they don't win their bet, they're not having an enjoyable experience at the game. Well, I will tell you this, just speaking from experience, um, I, I won't go, like, I've been invited, I won't go to a sporting event, or, or I should I take that back, I won't go to a football game on a Sunday, because I'd rather, my experience at my house with my three TVs and all my tablets and everything going from my 12 fantasy football leagues to all the wagers and my prop bets and everything... I need I need that consumption in front of me. I'm at a football game. I I can't I I, I don't I, I'm not enjoying it because I don't I don't have I'm I'm not watching all the games. I'm not consuming all the action. But that's I agree. But that's different. I agree 100 Anita. Than what I, I've been to Super Bowls. I've been to Super Bowls. I couldn't wait to get home to watch the game because once you go to the game, it's a whole different level when you go into a game than it is, especially here in the Northeast. If you're going to a weather a game where it's cold, like tomorrow, anybody going to the Jets in Texas tomorrow, they got to be out of their mind tomorrow. To be raining, 50 mile an hour winds. But you know, when you take a look at it, when you go to any specific game, I used to have a friend of mine. We used to go. He used to come to the game, go to the tailgate party, and then go home. And watch the game and then I thought I thought it was nuts but then I'm like you know what he's onto something because the best part of the game is the tailgate party the party ends once the game starts it's just uh, this report is just it's just it's wild to me it really really As a is male, I, I I could understand it and I believe it and I don't think it's misleading uh and to take it a step further I understand that she was talking about men in their 30s that just don't you haven't been active in a year but on the other hand I also know that if there's a game that loses just men just aren't interested in doing anything you know it's like just we have no interest well that's a whole nother story that's that's yeah. I, I, I and I and I understand. I get that. I understand that. Uh, but that's a whole nother story than thirty-year-olds who don't even yes. want to date because they're getting their enjoyment and their excitement from gambling. Eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. If you want to chime in on this conversation, feel free to. Um, all right, let's dive into some action. Well, <laughs> that's funny. Action. We got a ton of yeah, action. I, I, we I, over a hundred basketball wow. games. Great. Great choice of words there, Anita. Um, let's talk first and foremost, 3 o'clock this afternoon. you got Army and Navy going at it. Wow, look at me. Freudian slips all over the place. Uh, the over-under opened at 32. Now it's down to 27 and a half. Um, the under in this matchup has hit 44 and 9. 44 times the under has hit. 44 and 9 since 2006. It's 83% cash rate. How could you not roll with this trend, considering how much Army-Navy likes to run the football? Well, Anita, they've adjusted this total to about as low as it could possibly go. And they did the same thing on Thursday night with the Pittsburgh Steelers and the uh, New England Patriots, and that game went over the total. The weather in Foxborough is going to is very conducive. It's beautiful outside today. It feels like a spring day today. And um, 
I just think the total is a little bit too low for me to play the under in a game. I'm passing the total, but um, uh, I just like don't have any interest in it. I know, you know, when you take a look at it here, Navy, um, the last game they played on November 25th, they only scored 14 points against SMU. But, yeah, nine of the last ten meetings have gone under. Last year was double overtime, and it went under 2017. And 2021, it was 17-13. Uh, but 28 is a little bit low for me. Um, I, I do like the under, um, I, I am going to play it. I'm, I'm going to roll with the trend. And also I'm on the Navy side. I like Navy plus three and a half more impressive team this season. Their defense pitched three shutouts. Um, also they protect the football third in the country in turnover differential army is 127. Yeah. You heard me correctly. Third compared to 127. So, um, so there's that there's some college hoops that you are on. Uh, give me your best play. Well, there's a couple of games I like today. I mean, one game that goes off just in about uh, another hour is a uh, big game at McHale Center, Tucson, Arizona. The nation's number one team, Arizona, takes on Wisconsin. Wisconsin's coming off a big win over Michigan State on Tuesday, 70-57. Neither the slide has escaped. It was eight, and now it's all the way up to ten. I think you're getting some value with the Wisconsin Badgers plus the ten. I know Arizona's number one in the country, but they played a soft schedule. They beat Morgan State, Southern U, Belmont, and Colgate, uh, and Wisconsin has had some, some good credentials. They played Tennessee earlier in the season. They lost, and then Providence, but they also beat uh, Michigan State, Marquette, and Virginia. Schedule strength favors Wisconsin. Double digits. I'm going to take a shot with the Badgers plus the 10 uh, against Arizona. Uh, let's turn our attention to the NFL. The two best games on the slate this week, the Bills and the Kansas City Chiefs. Kansas City coming off of a loss to Green Bay. They've won 11 straight following a loss, specifically and, and especially at home. They are so good at home. Kansas City favored by one. The Bills coming off of a bye. I think Kansas City's defense is too good for the Bills. I, I like Kansas City here. How are you playing this one? Yeah, Buffalo Onita comes in with a record of six and six. And I mean, uh, and the game against Philadelphia, they outplayed Philadelphia, and they probably should have won that game. They lost the game 37-34, albeit the Eagles had a 60-yard field goal uh, that they kicked in that game here. And the game against the Broncos, if it wasn't for the 12th man on the field, I'm not complaining because they had the Broncos on that Monday night game. Um, but all being said, um, I, I'm not interested. Uh, I don't think Kansas City is that good this year. Um, I know their defense is, but just this seems like something's missing. They're, you know, they're not the same team that won the Super Bowl last year. And uh, I know they're playing at Arrowhead and everything is all that. I'd rather take a shot with the total in this game. Three of the last four meetings between these two teams have gone over the total. And um, Buffalo's had two weeks to prepare. Their season's on the line. Uh, and I think they're going to come out and firing in this game here. And if Kansas City is going to win this game, they're going to have to put some serious points on the board here. I'm expecting a shootout and playing over the total over 48. The game of the week is Sunday night. The Eagles going up against the Cowboys. The Eagles getting their butts handed to them by the 49ers last week. The Cowboys, Dak Prescott putting on that MVP tour performance, uh, trying to win the MVP this season. The Cowboys at home, favored by three and a half. The Eagles are getting three and a half. I like the over here at 51 and a half. I think it's going to be a barn burner. I think both these teams put up a lot of points. That's how I'm playing it. How are you? 
Yeah, I, I agree. I think that the uh, over is a, is a good play in this matchup here. Dallas is the highest-scoring team in the NFL, even higher than the Miami Dolphins is. And when you take a look at it here, Philadelphia Eagles, they've been putting a ton of points on the board here. Cowboys have scored uh, in their last three games 119 points. They've allowed 55, and they've been you know, obviously favored by a, a very soft schedule. They were very fortunate to beat Seattle, Anita, in that game. Uh, they have had a little extra time to prepare for this game as well. They had uh, Washington and Carolina. Uh, you know, Prescott, MVP, possibly. Um, and uh, the game here, Anita, is much more important for the Cowboys. The Cowboys have a very tough schedule remaining. On the other hand, the Eagles, even if they lose this game, they'll be tied with Dallas, but the Eagles have a very tough schedule, including playing two games against the Giants. So even if the Eagles lose this game, I still think they're going to win the NFC East. That's my uh, prediction. So this is an absolute must win for the Cowboys uh, more than it is for the Eagles. Um, I do expect Dallas to win, um, but I'm paying attention to the spread, but I'd rather take a shot with the total. I'm expecting a high-scoring affair, and I do agree with you in that matchup. Last but not least, tonight, NBA, the in-season tournament finale, the Pacers getting four against the Lakers. I like the Pacers. I'm going to take the four, and you know what else? I'm also going to play them on the money line. Joe, that's what I'm going to do at plus 154. They look great against the Celtics. They look great against the Bucks. Their pace of play is insane. If this was a you know, um, a series where they have to go five or seven games, I probably would lean Lakers. But one game, Halliburton has been out of control. A lot of motivation for both teams to win this. I like the Pacers tonight. What say you? Yeah, I agree. Um, I took the Pacers plus five. The line has dropped a little bit in this game here, but the Pacers took care of the Milwaukee Bucks, 128 to 119. Um, they beat the Celtics, uh, 122 to 112. And don't forget, prior to that, the last game uh, of the uh, before this tournament started, they played at Miami. So they've beaten three top teams that are in the East. They've beaten the Heat. Uh, Celtics and Bucks. That's their three-game winning streak here. Um, I don't trust the uh, I don't trust the Lakers. Um, and you know, there's more money. Uh, there's a lot of money at stake here too. And uh, Pacers have a lot more younger players that maybe could uh, could use some of that extra money. Um, and I know the public is leaning towards LeBron, but I wouldn't be surprised if the Pacers win the game outright. But I'm taking the five with Indiana. Uh, I do like your money line bet, uh, but I'm playing it safe. Plus the five, Anita. And I uh, want to remind everyone I'll be kicking off tomorrow, which is week 14. I know time's flying. Christmas. Is only two weeks away, Anita. Um, so uh, week uh, 14, we're kicking off the NFL season tomorrow. We'll be talking about that. We're going to talk about St. John's and Boston College. We've got that. We've got some hockey action. Uh, Rangers are playing the Caps today. And, of course, Rangers take on the Kings. L.A. Kings, Anita, in hockey have won like uh, 10 in a row on the road. They set a record in the NHL. So Rangers are going to have their hands full tomorrow, but they've got to play the Caps today. So we'll be kicking it off tomorrow at 6 a.m. And, of course, on Twitter, Joe with Sports. I put out my free picks all the time. Joe with Sports. I've been on a nice winning streak. So Hopefully that continues on Twitter. Fantastic. Great. Thank you, Joe. Appreciate it. Have a great night. Thank you very much. You got it. Joe Wiz, Joe Wiz Sports. Uh, Joe, Tom, and Jerry, hang hang tight. Uh, I want to get your (laughs) – this is – this is Joe says my take on gambling dating conversation. Tom says gambling at games. Jerry says I can relate to the sex gambling conversation. Wow. Um. I can't wait for this break to be over. I can't wait to talk to you gentlemen. We'll be right back. 98.7 ESPN.
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Again, we're going to get your calls in just a second. Joe, Artie, Tom, Jerry, hang tight. Uh, Reports from Meredith Whitney from CNBC today. Uh, or not today, this week, is that men in their 30s, um, very there's there's a percentage that just aren't dating and haven't had sex in over a year. Why? Huh? Yep, because of gambling. How about that? Because of gambling. They get their fix. They get their sexual fix from gambling. Huh? <laughs> my dog, my dog, yeah. My dog was in studio. That's exactly, would look at me, Huh? Exactly. <laughs> uh, let's go to Joe. Joe, welcome in. Joe, How you there? You? Hi. Can you hear me now? We can. Hi. Anita. Yeah. What are What are your How's thoughts on this this phenomenon? I'm not a monster gambler. Um, I can see it disappointing some men and losing the motivation. What gets me worse is, you know, 64 year old Jeff fan. When they lose and they lose ugly, and I see no hope that I'll ever see a Super Bowl when it has finality on my side, it, it, I don't even want to. I don't even answer the phone for my own mother. I mean, I just don't even bother. Oh, Joe, down mood, you know, just really. Not, I'm not a big gambler. I do. You don't even pick up the phone for your mother. You know? Your mother? Does she make you chicken cutlets, Joe? Is she making you? <laughs> she she making your bed, Joe? <laughs> no, I don't live with my mother. Easy, easy. <laughs> but she did make my bed once upon a time. But, um, oh I my gosh! But Joe, body. do you understand? Joe, do you understand? <laughs> okay, uh, again, I don't think people realize this isn't about oh, you put five hundred dollars on the Jets to beat the Texans tomorrow and they lose, and now you're just like you don't want to have sex because you just lost five hundred dollars and you're pissed off because the Jets. That's not what this is. That, that's not what this report is. This report is that there are thirty-year-old men out there. There's a percentage of 30-year-old men out there that aren't even dating and haven't had sex in over a year because they're getting their fulfillment from gambling. It's not about losing and then you're like, oh, I don't want her touching me. I'll sleep on the couch. It's not that. This is like, ah, I'm not going to subscribe to the dating app. I'm not going to go out. I'm not going to try to hook up. I'm fine. I don't need sex because I'm getting that fulfillment gambling. That's what this report is, people. That's I think there's a, there's a miscommunication here. That is what the report is. Jerry, you say you can relate. How can you relate? Please explain, my friend. 
Okay. Well, I uh, unlike the uh, first caller, I can hear. I didn't really hear the second caller. I'm in my mid fifties. I uh, I'm a recovering compulsive gambler, so I can't I can't even listen to your show or or the station, or I should say I choose not to listen because like your show specifically, I used to listen to you in the mornings on Saturday, and I guess you you know I was listening to you know the show recently because uh, Yankees signing Soto, so once in a while I chime in to just get my fix of the sports news and see what's going on, but like. Everything, especially like your show, a lot of it revolves around gambling. And I get it. There's a difference between compulsive gambling and people that can gamble normally. Now, I haven't placed a bet in five years, but I'm not in my 30s. But, you know, there's a lot of young people, I can tell you, that, you know, we don't see in Gamblers Anonymous rooms. And it's my opinion. It's because of the legalization of gambling. Like, it's everywhere. I mean, it's the commercial. But let me ask you, Jerry, I'm going to get real personal with you right now, okay? Yes. Um, Did you refrain from having sex when you were a a, a gambling addict? Did you you have less less sex when you were gambling? Uh, Definitely. Definitely less. Definitely. And like the uh, person you were speaking to, uh, Joe was a Joe, you know, he would say, if you lose, and I heard you, I wish I caught the beginning of the segment because I chimed in a little late. And where was this report? So, here, so this is what I'm going to do, Jerry. Just hang tight, okay? I'm yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna play this clip. I, I played this before at the top of the hour, so it's been a good thirty minutes. I, I'm gonna this is this is a report from CNBC. I want you to listen to it closely, okay? Here we go. Everyone talks about Nvidia and its performance this year. DraftKings has doubled that performance, and um, you understand why. You have this massive secular wave behind it. So the negative impact is it's all young men, and I parallel that with or dovetail that with Pew Research, which says that 63% of young men are single, and that's the highest it's ever been. And 50% of those young men have no interest in dating, not even casually. And 30% of young men say they have not had sex in over a year and don't seem to care. So uh, so this report, Jerry, isn't again, you lose and you're just not feeling like having sex. That's not what this report is. This report is that there's, you know, 60 something percent of uh, men out there in their 30s are gamblers. And 30 percent of that 60 percent don't date, have no desire to date and have no desire to have sex. Because they're getting that excitement from gambling. That's really what this report is about, Jerry. Yeah. No, I, uh, I, yeah, I'm glad you played it back and I heard the whole thing. But, yeah, I can definitely, I can definitely relate to those, you know, that demographic, you know, even at my age. I mean, it's, it's, you know, to me, gambling was a high, just like a drug. So, you know, win or lose, your mind is like, you know, you know it sounds terrible. I mean, I'm just saying, like, you, you'll be, you're faking it. You know, you're, you're with somebody, and it all hinges on how you're doing, you know, as far as gambling. Because for you, maybe you can turn it off, you know. But for us, like, once you cross that invisible line, like with alcohol, like, it's a switch. I understand. And, you know, you know I tried, you know, I've relapsed a couple of times, and, uh, you know, Fortunately, today, you know, it's just one day at a time. And I wish there was a segment 
on your show and on all sports shows where, you know, you could tune in and you would know, you know, even when I was on hold, I can hear you, you know, talking about the lines. And, and I was just, there was a mental Rolodex in my mind just trying to block it out because it's not healthy for me. So oh, I'm sorry, Jerry. I agree with, no, no, I chose to call in and listen, and I just wanted to share with you. I mean, the numbers, I mean, for somebody that, you know, can't relate, it, it, I can see how it would sound shocking. But, you know, the rest of your show, you know, I appreciate, I enjoy, you talk about golf all the time, but I kind of wish it was less gambling so I could tune in more often, but, you know. It's not just ESPN. It's everywhere, and it's not. It's not just sports, uh, you know, radio and talk shows. It's uh, it's uh, prevalent, and it's uh, you know, it's getting. It seems like it's getting worse. You know, uh, Jerry, I, I I do appreciate the phone call, and I do appreciate your honesty and um, and all the power to you, my friend. Uh, addiction is a serious thing, and um, and I'm really proud of. You. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. I, I, I tell, you know, listen, I'm I'm blessed in that um, my addictions are, are healthy ones. Pickleball, golf, right? Um, you know, there's there's obviously some some very dangerous addictions when it comes to drug or alcohol and even gambling. And I always tell people, gamble what you can afford to lose. And I know this is a lot easier said than done. Okay. Uh, but when I do talk gambling with people, I tell people, you know, afford what, afford to gamble what you can afford to lose because more chances than not, you are going to lose. The price you play for gambling is a more heightened experience and enjoyment in watching a game. It's like it's like paying admission to go see a movie. Okay? That's what gambling is. Even if it's a dollar, even if it's $5, if you have something on the game, it makes, it makes that viewing experience all that much more exciting, right? But you have to gamble responsibly. And again, I understand that it is a lot easier said than done, hence why I always tell people, gamble what you can afford to lose and your life will not change tomorrow because more times than not, you will lose, Okay. Um, and, and if you are somebody, if you're somebody who uh, is, uh, has, has dealt, dealt with, um, um, addiction before, then just stay away. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. But again, I, I realize all of this is a lot easier said than done. I realize that. Okay. 800-919-3776. Let's go to Tom. Uh, Tom, welcome in. Good afternoon. Hi, Anita. How are you? Good, thank you. I uh, uh, funny thing before I get into the gambling thing. Uh, I actually met Joe before I even knew who he was. I was at a game. It was a preseason game. We were going in, and some scalper was trying to get him for 
a ridiculous amount of money. And I said, Joe, I got an extra ticket. Just come in with me. Oh, that's and, nice. And then he introduces himself and talk, tells me about what he does. <laughs> I had no idea what it was all about. And uh, he ends up buying me a few beers, so I probably – you know, was ahead of the game just with that. So thank him for that for me. Oh, that's nice, Tom. Thank you. Thanks for uh, giving Tom Wiz a shout-out. Uh, Joe, Joe Wiz a shout-out. Yeah, he's a good, good guy. Uh, so on a serious note, kudos to that last caller, though, because uh, hopefully he didn't get himself into the kind of trouble that a family member of mine got into. I mean, mortgages on the house, you know, just – financial almost financial ruin so uh, hopefully you didn't have that kind of an issue um but i just don't get the whole addiction part i mean if anything i um i probably give more uh you know of a priority to sex and food and having a good time than a lot of these people seem to put towards you know videoing an event that they're at things like that it's kind of the, the whole phenomenon is kind of crazy you know and, and tom thanks for the phone call and thanks for giving joe was a shout out uh you know here here's here's what's and, and joe and harvey uh, you guys haven't commented on this yet but like we're talking about 30 year old men right like like this should be like and i know like like the peak of a a, a a man's sex drive, right, is, is more like around like 18, 19, 20, right? Isn't that? Um, but still at 30, I, like, is this, is this new, is this new shocking? To, like, do you have any friends that are like, oh, no, I don't want to hook up tonight. I'm going to stay home and I'm going to, I'm going to gamble on the Knicks. No, zero. Nobody gambles on the Knicks anymore, especially after what happened yesterday. I gambled. I so I do the same game parlay every Knicks pregame show. Man, I'm losing my butt. It's hard. You these same game parlays. I I have to get them up to where they're three to one. It's 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 hard. It's hard to win these. Take the over. No, oh, yeah, the last two games easy for you to say. Way to go, Harvey. Thanks, dude. Uh, let's go to Richard. Calling him from Orlando. Richard, welcome in. Anita. Hi. Well, first of all, I'm a pickleball pro. I teach and play. And are you going to be playing singles or doubles? I didn't understand what you were talking about with with uh, Dave. What are you going to do? So, so Dave and Rick, perfect. Okay. Like they claim, they profess that they are the best pickleballers at the station, which is a complete lie, because of course well, I, because I am. And so, your, well, what what level are you? Um, so I just started my duper, um, and it's really hard for, to, to get people to, um, agree to a duper game. Um, so, but, but I'm, I'm probably, I'm probably a three, five, a three, seven, but my duper, but my duper is not there yet because I'm having a hard, I'm having a hard time getting duper matches, but nonetheless, I'm so, so, so I'm trying to arrange a match with Rick and Dave against me and Amani Toomer. Okay. All right. Well, look, I don't know how good anybody is. I just know there's, you know, Pat Riley's thing about there's winning and misery. Yes. In, in pickleball, there's keep the ball low and misery. I mean, that's the best thing I can tell you. Right. And, 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 and you will, that will only make more sense as you play more and more. I mean, it's, I know it's sort of a generalization. Obviously I'm not going to give you anything specific now, but 
there's there's keeping the ball low in misery. That's the only thing that matters. So anyhow, on to this gambling thing, Maria. I li- I mean Anita, sorry. I live with my my 21 year old son stays with me right now while he's in college. Right. And one of his buddies is also a roommate. And then because we got the man cave, usually four or five of those kids come over to watch all the games. I got wow. Three TVs in the- okay. I can't even imagine your house on a Sunday. But go ahead. No, it, it, but but it's I'm depressed by them. The only one with a girlfriend is my son. And, you know, he he's the one. He, I mean, I'm not just, I mean, I know it sounds like I'm being not, you know, because it's my son. But no, my son is the person who actually has it somewhat in balance. He likes to gamble. He likes his girlfriend, all that. These other kids, not only are they gambling, but the live betting has turned them into crack junkies. Like, that live betting stuff is just, there's no, I mean, I used to enjoy betting, like, strategically coming up, you know, thinking I know who is going to, the live betting is like, okay, who's going to pee on the field? You know what I mean? It's like, there's, it's just these ridiculous things, and it never stops, and they are completely absorbed with it. But on a very serious note, I do not think that the gambling and the not, having sex have that much crossover i think the not having sex thing is a lot of what like and i'm not trying to get into this but like the andrew tate stuff where basically you know there's a lot of men who don't make money who aren't particularly attractive and the combination of that and women's expectations for who they're going to date just make it impossible for these guys to date so basically they just kind of retreat into the background it's easier to say i don't date than i get shut down every night you know what i mean like that's kind of how it goes and then they just distract themselves with you know whether it's gambling or video games or whatever so i don't think the correlation is that tight but certainly it's part of it what what do you think all that Uh, that's there's that that's a lot there's a lot to digest there richard not gonna lie um, you had me at uh, I'm a pickleball pro. I, I don't know if I heard I'm anything. Gonna I'm going to smack you right off your bulbous head is what I'm going to do. All <laughs> follically challenged head is what I'm going to do. Is that That's Dave? That's Dave talking about pickleball? That's Dave talking smack to Armani right there. <laughs> what do you say? I'm gonna, Wait, play that again? I'm going to take the ball. I'm going to smack you right off your bulbous head is what I'm going to do. Bald, follically challenged head is what I'm going to do. Bald? Follically challenged head. He said that to Amani. Said that to Amani. Right. Yep. Oh my. No God. respect. This is a Giants legend. He's talking to like that. Wow. Watch out, Dave. You might lose an eye in this in this in this match. And he loves the Giants. And he said that to Amani. Wow. Uh, it, to answer this this guy's question, I, um, I haven't been single in years, but but I I have a number of girlfriends that are single. Um, obviously, I'm a lot older than thirty. Uh, and but they're on these dating apps, and they, I, I, I'm so happy. Like I can't imagine what it what it must be like to be single right now. I, I can't. I, I can't even imagine. I, I, not for me. I wouldn't want it. I wouldn't. I don't want to be them. I don't envy them. Um, I think it's. I think it's. I think it's very. It's this is a very difficult time. I think with social media and this and that and the dating apps and this and that and I think it's a very difficult time right now to be single. In America. That's my two cents. Artie, Danny, I hear you, or I should say I see you. Pat O'Keefe is in studio. Um, he might pop in there and pop in here. He might not. I don't know. He might be scared of the conversation that might entail um, following the calls. That and I'm just- sorry. I'm not sorry. I don't know why I'm saying I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but we'll maybe we'll hear from Pat. Maybe we won't. I don't know. Stay tuned. Uh, with you for another 15 minutes right here on 98.7 ESPN. I don't even answer the phone for my own mother. 
You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Pat O'Keefe in studio with me doing some crosstalk before he picks up where I leave off. Uh, The 2024 Navy Federal Credit Union NHL Stadium Series comes to MetLife Stadium this February. See the uh, Flyers against the Devils on Saturday the 17th and the Rangers against the Islanders on Sunday the 18th. Tickets are on sale now at NHL.com slash Stadium Series Tickets. Enter for your chance to win tickets at ESPNNewYork.com or on the ESPN New York app. Just scroll down to Contests and submit your entry. Pat, how you doing? Anita, it's good to see you in person. We used to do this all the time. We used to do this pre-COVID. We used Pre-COVID. To do yeah. Remember that? And wow, how life has changed. <laughs> and of course, we all got the memo. Uh, Gordon, me, you, guys have to come in studio today. We were like, what, what, what? Kind of changes your plans a little bit. Right? I was just like, well, um, wait, is there, uh, is, is there parking? Is there like, how am I going to get there? How much is the Uber going to cost me? What, um, what I even like 30 minutes before I was just like, I, I text Joe and Harvey. I was like, what's our address? I mean, yeah. yeah right. Interesting. Like things have changed. They have changed. We used to do make us a uh, a habitual thing when I followed your show on weekends many many years ago. So it's right. good to see you. Right, it's good to see you too. Dude. I always like coming in and listening to your show on the way in because I I'm jotting down as I'm driving into the city right. all all of my my bets for the weekend. So <laughs> I like to ride your coattails. That's nice. I'm actually doing well this year. Yeah, you do well. I did I did I did exceptionally well last year. My locks of the week on our. Uh, Sunday show, I was 70% at the end of the season. It's insane. Which is dumb. That's it's like what dumb. the Knicks are for the free throw line. I tell people, like, if you're anywhere around 58, 59%, yeah. you're winning money. That's huge. Yeah. I'm at 60% this year with the locks of the week, um, but I was 70 last year. But um, but I'm I'm doing, it's so funny, on ESPN Bet, the TV show I'm on, we end the show with best bet. And and I can't stand it. And I, I, tell, I tell our producers and I tell my boss all the time, this is stupid. Because I, I like I'll I'll give out six plays in the course of a show and let's just say I go five and one, yeah. but the one I lose is my best bet. That's all anyone remembers. Exactly. Oh, Anita, she doesn't belong on the show. <laughs> She's losing all her best bets. Yeah, but I've gone, you know, uh eighteen and five on the week. But because it, it's it's classified as a best bet, it's all you remember. I know. It's like the money ball in the three point shootout. Yeah. You can get the whole rack. Exactly. You missed the money ball. Yeah. And now you're dead in the water. That hurts you. Let's really quick because you kick off your show in about four minutes. Uh, dude, what's going on with the Knicks and that defense the last two games? Well, uh, last night they gave up 74 points in the first half. It was three consecutive halves that they allowed at least 70 points. And it was the first time they had done that since 1962. Woo! 1962. Okay. So, and look, this is a defensive-minded coach. Right. Uh, they come in as the the third stingiest defense in the NBA last night, and it's just wide-open threes after wide-open three. Two games in a row, Milwaukee on Tuesday and, and Boston last night. You're playing some of the best teams in the NBA, and after the game last night, Tom Thibodeau, you know, he doesn't give you much in those post-game press conferences, but he was not happy with the defensive performance and says they got to figure it out. So and the schedule's not going to get any easier. But but you know what what have you seen? What do you think the difference has been based well, on what what you're seeing? The starting lineup changed last night. They took Quentin Grimes out of the starting lineup. They put Dante Divincenzo in the starting lineup because Grimes wasn't giving them anything offensively. 
And that's true. Grimes actually had a good offensive game off the bench. But when you do that, you lose a lot because Grimes is your best perimeter defender. So there's no easy solution here. You're trying to get more offensive flow with the starting five, but in doing so, you took out your best perimeter defender. So I think that hurt. I mean, you look at the matchups last night. You got Julius Randle trying to guard Jalen Brown. That's not a really favorable matchup. Anybody guarding Jason Tatum isn't a favorable matchup. It was R.J. Barrett's job last night, and Dante DiVincenzo tried to slow down Drew Holiday. And then Chris Stapp's Porzingis is just a complete nightmare matchup for the Knicks. Of course, Even with a bum cap. Of course he came back after missing his four previous right. games to stick it to the yeah, Knicks, which he's now done three times this year. Yeah, that he, I think he I think he relishes that. I mean, he should. I, I mean, it was, it was <laughs> not right. I, I mean, if you go back and you recall, just it wasn't— it wasn't a good breakup. No. It was right. one of the worst I've seen in a long time. Exactly. Yeah. So. Exactly. So uh, maybe just, you know, and listen, Jason Tatum is, has been a, a, a Knicks killer. In fact, he's part, a killer. part of that same game parlay that I had as a, a part of the pregame show was Tatum 30 points, if not more. And he didn't have it, right? He had 25. Yeah. Still, he, it's a great night he, for yeah, somebody. He didn't need it because they were up by so much that they called off the dogs in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Thanks a lot. Yeah, I know, right? I appreciate it. So what do you have? What do you, so you're going to, you're, you're coming up next. Yeah. What I'm, do you. Try, trying to figure out this quarterback situation in New York. What uh, is there to figure out? Jimmy Cutlets. I got my Jimmy Cutlets shirt. I'm going to be wearing it tomorrow <laughs> morning on ESPN but here, Bet. Here's what I wonder, because I heard you say on the way in that teams need to invest in a backup quarterback absolutely if teams, but the Giants did that the no, Giants no. are one of the few teams that did that why are teams, they starting them here if I'm a general manager I said if I'm a general manager and I'm going into the season and I know that I have a really good I'm talking like an Italian if I, I know that I have a really good chance of making it to the postseason and potentially winning a Super Bowl you can guarantee that I am investing in a backup quarterback look look at look at the quarterbacks yeah. this year it's 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 like this is granted this is an outlier year we haven't seen this many backups play and start um, th- than we have this year but like it's almost like two thirds of the teams have used their backup exa- at some point exactly yeah so at the end of the day that's it's twofold though right like a that's where the Jets went wrong but also. You know, did they cut off their nose despite their face and not eat to the fans? and not eat crow? It's not even listening to the fans. You you knew what time it was with Zach Wilson just because of where you drafted him. Yeah. You invested. It's ten seconds, but it's his show. I'm sure if we go over, he's fine, Harvey. Thank you. Um, because you because you invested and where you drafted Zach Wilson, you made a mistake. Admit we it. all know it. Yeah. Like. Why are you cutting off your nose despite your face? Move on from him. We knew this is who he was going to be. When you built everything around that one position, everything was geared towards that We're one position perfect. of the offseason. Yeah. Nobody's perfect. You screwed up. Yeah. Move on. Well. Don't go no don't make two wrongs. And they've had like 3 chances to fix it. The anyway. offseason, the trade deadline. I'm but getting I'm getting back. I'm getting yelled at because now I've the side I've, eye from Harvey. Now <gasps> I've now I've bled into your show, uh, which kicks off next. Uh, so great seeing you. Great seeing you. Okay. Good luck in your pickleball. Oh, I think you could take Dave. I think so. Well, it's not just Dave. Right. It's me and Amani. Yeah. See, here's the well, thing. Well, you each have a professional Here's... athlete, so now it comes down to you and Dave. Well, I played women's professional football for That's five true. years. You're so, right. You're right. So, that's... so it's two to one. Right. But even without that knowledge, which I forgot, I, I, I like you over Dave. But here's the thing. Dave and I have experience playing pickleball. Amani and Rick, not so much. And they're both professional athletes. So it evens it evens the field, I think. Because you really need – it takes a minute because there's so many rules. There's so many nuances to pick – have you played? No. There's so many nuances to pickleball that you, you really you, – you don't excel – until you really have a good understanding of the rules and then you and then you start getting good because you don't have to worry about all the minutia. 
Anyway, I've digressed. Good luck. You have a great show. Thank you. Um, Harvey and Joe, great to be in studio with you gentlemen today. Okay? I'd like to do this more often. I just need to make sure that ESPN pays for my parking. Uh, Everybody, stay tuned. Pat O'Keefe coming your way. I'm back with you tomorrow morning, 7 a.m. See you then. 98.7 ESPN.